0: What's in and what's out the door for workpiece models in 2024? I haven't made a video like this in a really long time. Last year, what I've noticed is workplace wellness, the the landscape of workplace wellness has changed. And I've compiled a list that I am going to share with you. Follow along and tell me if you believe that these are things that you're also noticing in your workplace. By the way, if you're new here, my name is Manojedi. I'm the CEO of Jetty Wellness. We provide bespoke, evidence-based workplace wellness solutions for healthier workplaces. I have a group of educators and scientists in Jetty Wellness, and we are committed to creating a culture of wellness for your workplace. So let's talk about what's in and what's out for wellness in 2024. This is the Workplace Wellness Edition. Number one, preventative wellness. The most important thing we can do for our health and wellness is to be proactive versus reactive. So this agenda of preventative wellness is going to be more in your face in 2024. So if you're not already thinking about what can I do to prevent chronic diseases, what can I do to improve my quality of health, what can I do to prevent burnout, these are the things that are going to be front and center in 2024. Number two, long-term impact measurement. Quick fixes are not going to work Those. 30-day challenges are not going to workplaces and individuals. You need to be patient with your outcomes. If you are measuring your return on investment or your value on investment or your KPIs even, think about measuring this in the long term versus looking at wellness as a short-term quick fix. You do make an effort to launch an initiative, give that initiative some time to breathe and measure it at a later time highly, highly encourage you to think about the long-term impact of your commitment and your time. Number three, mental health, sense of belonging, and trust. In 2023, what I've seen working with my clients is that there's not a lot of trust. Employees are not trusting workplaces. Places are losing employees and talent. Lack of trust, a lack of sense of belonging. Mental health is at the top of the pyramid when we think about wellness. We need to start thinking about mental health and sense of belonging as our community starts to feel more of that trust. What I want to see and what we're going to start to see in 2024 is organizations and indivi- individuals making an effort to like re- really figure out how to rebuild that trust, how to rebuild belonging. By the way, the rebuilding belonging piece is also something that I read in Harvard Business Review, Jennifer Moss's article. I'm a huge fan. So this was something that was there as well. Number four, diversity in workplace wellness programs, cookie cutter solutions and really giving the one size fits all approach that isn't going to work. We are All are very different. We work differently. We think differently. We want different things. Diversity in workplace wellness programs and these initiatives, like I talked about earlier, giving space for these initiatives to breathe, but also really paying attention to what employees want and providing them with those resources. Jetty Wellness strongly believes in having different modalities in, in how we teach, whether it's through Zoom, whether it's in person, whether it's audio learning, video learning. We really want to give people a lot of approaches towards learning and making wellness active number five sustainability sustainable wellness sustainable cultures we've already seen the great resignation we've already seen quiet quitting what we want to start to see in the future, in 2024, is sustainability. How can I do my job and go to work and be happy and be content and have meaningful interactions with my coworkers, have purpose in the, in the work that I'm doing and have that sustainability? What happens with burnout is an individual goes to work, they burn out, and then they end up leaving the job, then they're trying to explore other things. Seymour is retaining that talent and ensuring that we're providing resources to individuals two workplaces that allow talent to stay versus to lose talent. Number six is it? <laughs> Recognition, gratitude, and diverse compensation. One thing that I feel is an important element for 2024 is gratitude and being thankful for what you have. We have gone past the idea of giving every single individual the same type of compensation, having various options, again, having that collective consultation and giving employees what they're looking for through the lens of diversity, equity, inclusion. And employers, if you're not recognizing your employees, then what are you doing? We want to feel that you care about us, ensure that there is a recognition for the work that's being put in by the employees. So managers, this is an ask for you. Leadership, this is an ask for you. And workplaces that are not adopting recognition modalities you're losing out. Number seven, this is one of my favorite ones, is employee resource groups, peer support networks, and mentorship programs. All these elements, again, are building that community, getting people to come together, and having accountability. So when there's a buddy, there's a workplace bestie in your workplace, you're more likely to do the the wellness challenges and the wellness activities and just feel like you have someone that you can count on. Employee resource groups, and there's so many different ones that you can think about, allows people to come come together in a shared environment and talk about the different challenges or resources that they have. And I think that's a huge win. There's robust research that talks about having mentorship programs. So if you do have mentorship in your, a formal or an informal mentorship program in your workplace, that's a win. If you don't have one, there are other places where you can get mentorship resources. But mentor-mentee relationship is really significant. And we really want to encourage workplaces to have that if they don't already have it, In 2020. Number eight, now, this may be a little bit controversial, but reimagining productivity measurement. Are we actually measuring productivity based on the number of hours an individual has worked or the quality of work that they're providing? New literature that's surfacing about how to actually measure productivity with hybrid workplaces and hybrid policies here to stay. We really need to reimagine what productivity actually means and thinking about that neurodiversity piece and ensuring that every individual gets works the way that they're most comfortable while still completing the projects and the tasks and the goals for the organization. Also collectively think about how we can elevate the workplace goals and the functions of the workplace. Number nine, evidence-based practice. Now I'm a little biased because Jetty Wellness is a company that provides evidence-based solutions, really relying on science and and research and peer-reviewed models that are, you know, being consistently evaluated and, and developed and using that science and literature to... To teach and, and bridge that gap between research and practice is something that I would like to see. More companies and more organizations do, but places that are adopting these data-driven research-based solutions are really starting to see a shift in the mindset of the employees. Last but not the least, number 10, generational awareness. Be very aware that we are in a multi-generational workforce. Boomers, the Gen Xs, the Millennials, and the Gen Zs, we're all coming together to work, and we all work differently, we think differently, we want different things Communicate is different where gen z's are looking more for that facetime millennials were so used to sending emails and texts etc so really being aware that there is this these different generations coming together and how can we be aware of it and provide the resources that we need to support their wellness support their productivity support how they work because we're spending a tremendous amount of time almost 80,000 hours of our lifetime in the workplace so we want to be aware of these differences that all of us individually bring but they're also super unique to all of us as well. I'd say those are my top ten workplace wellness in. Here's Ellis again. I will be putting all of this information on Instagram as well, as well as all the things that are out for workplace wellness in 2024. Leave me your comment and tell me what you think. Cheers. Shortcast club.